Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. I'm Monster B, and on the call with me is 330. Hello. Jay Lindsay. Hello. Klaatu. Hello. And Dan. Hello. And tonight we're going to talk about Moonlight, Flash, Mono, and whatever else you guys want to talk about. Well, then by that reflection, would we have to talk about air? If you talk about Moonlight. I don't. I, I don't. But <laughs> well, we'll let three thirty start off because uh, he is in love. He's in love with mono. Well, not mono specifically, but moonlight. Because uh, I installed Moonlight one point which after realizing, because I kept thinking that I was compiling two point but it was just one point and not compiling right. But I got the the Firefox plugin installed. And went to all the sites that actually let you play with Moonlight 1.0, and it was actually pretty cool. Um, you do, uh, excuse me, you do have to download Codex for each of the the sites, and um, that was kind of interesting because if in in Flash, if someone DRMs something, Flash automatically downloads whatever is required to play that file, whether it's DRM and, DRM encumbered or not. But from what I can tell in Moonlight, if you come up to something that's DRM'd and you have to download something for it, you can just choose not to watch whatever it is. I, if you're that hardcore about you know being anti-DRM. But um, on on one machine that already had a whole bunch of other stuff that I was playing with installed, I went ahead and got the, the codec, which I'm not sure had DRM in it or not. It was to watch really, really old... Um, Fantastic Four trailers. But it was pretty cool. They ran fine, and I did it on my, my Triple E. Yeah, so it, I could do it with one gig of RAM and a 900 megahertz Celeron processor. So it didn't really seem to take up too much in the way of, you know, computer power. But I just thought that the whole, you know, being able to choose whether you were using DRM or not was really interesting. Can Can you, uh, can you step back a second? From your your love of this technology, and and <laughs> to answer me a question here, um, can you explain further what you mean by downloading um, codecs for this? I mean, it's made it sound like you installed Moonlight, and you went to a site that had Silverlight content, and it prompted you to download a codec at that site, which you did. You went to another site that prompted you to download a codec. I mean, how many codecs were you downloading here? I mean, how did this, how did this all work, and how many codecs were you downloading? Let's say I only downloaded one codec. It was because I went to the the Fox um, movie trailer site that they had when Silverlight first came out. It's Silverlight.net/slash/fox, I think, and that required a plug you know, for me to download a codec, which just you know popped up in the browser and was like, "Hey, you need to install this." But everywhere else I went, because yeah, I was able to go to, Microsoft has a Silverlight page, and uh, you know, just to show off the technology, and all of that worked without a, you know, without any special stuff. But I think if it's video content, you may have to download, you know, they're calling them codecs, but it's it's probably not a codec at all. Well, like, what it's is prob- it? well, it's probably a little bit of codec code to, you know, you know, allow Moonlight to handle, you know, whatever it's actually encoded in. Now this is coming from somebody that has no idea how this works, but 
I'm assuming that it's a lot like Flash, where on the back end it's actually H.264, but it's wrapped inside of uh, inside of seemed, a. That's what it seemed to me like too, because yeah, I had the same experience. Like when I would go to a trailer or something like that, it would it did seem to ask me to download like a codec that at first you'd think, well, why do I have to download something? I I already installed Moonlight. So, yeah, it must be something inside of the Moonlight wrapping or something like that. So, uh, what, like, did they tell you what, what, what it is you were downloading? Yeah, I think um, so. We'll say, the only one I've got was the, it was just, it was called the Microsoft Codec. And oh, that's in all right. The, it was like a pack of codecs, wasn't it? Didn't it say it was like a couple of different ones? Yeah. And when I look, and the only thing it gives you as information is the license, which is kind of weird, actually. It um, The license is, you know, it's it's kind of like a freeware license where, you know, it's still proprietary, but you're allowed to use it and do, you know, do the things required to make use of it. You know, you can play it and you can, you know, you can use it, but you can't deconstruct it or anything. And it also said that it only lasted until Novell had a commercial release of Moonlight, which that kind of interested me because are they actually going to sell this? Or you know, does Microsoft realize that there won't be a commercial offering of it, and so then their license goes you know, forever in perpetuity? All right, so let me let me okay. So what the codec says is you can use this codec under permission of Microsoft until Novell releases a commercial product. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, I'm assuming at that point Novell would have written their own. I, I think that's the idea. Their own codec? Yeah. See, I was under the impression that. And this is how I thought it was. Moonlight, they were putting together to work in conjunction with Silverlight, and that Microsoft was was providing them the permission to use the codec. Not that they were doing that until Novell produced their own. Let me put this in a paste bin that I think Monster Bee will probably put in the show notes. Well, Dan, I'm not sure if you're quite understanding, but there there are two separate packages. You, You have to install the Moonlight package into Firefox, and that seems to be just kind of, that gives you the Moonlight, I guess, interface or wrapping or whatever. And if you go to a a Silverlight page, like the rollovers and things like that will work. They just kind of work. And you might even be able to, like, load, uh, you know, a demo Silverlight application, like a little clock or something, and that'll work. Sometimes it seems that if you go to a video site, it says you have to download a separate package to be able to play some of the content on that page. and Which made me think that it was DRM. Yeah. It, it seems very distinct from from Moonlight as such. I think Moonlight is Moonlight, and yeah, it is the Novell alternative to Silverlight. This codec package, I think what 330 is saying, is like a separate thing, and Microsoft is saying you can use these until, I guess, if... If or when Novell comes out with their own codex, that's what I'm getting from what 330 said about the life. I didn't read the life. I'll say it's in both the IRC and the chat. Okay. But um, it actually specifically states that that they're supposed to be doing a commercial release of the codex package or of Moonlight. 
of moonlight. Oh, okay. Well, I was aware. I was aware that the, the, the separation of the two moonlight and the Kodak package. Oh. Um, um, what I wasn't aware of that that Novell was going to produce their own Kodak package, or I guess they are going to bundle Microsoft's Kodak perm- permissive Kodak into uh-huh. Moonlight release. Yes, no, maybe. Say no. It, it really beats me because. <laughs> I I never know what's going on between Novell and Microsoft. Well, let me ask you. I got two questions for you. One is you had mentioned that um, Adobe just Flash does that in the background. I was never aware of Adobe Flash pulling down extra codecs or anything. I didn't realize oh. that they did that. I thought that that was already the stuff that you did in Flash was already encoded into the MPEG-4 format that's supported natively inside of Flash. No, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Flash updates itself from the servers of the content distributor is how it works. So like YouTube, if YouTube decided to DRM six videos and only six videos, if you clicked on any of those six videos, as it was loading the page, you know, as it was loading the video, it would be updating Flash to give you the the DRM credentials to it. So I guess my question then is, how do you know that Moonlight doesn't do that? Well, because it's asking you to install packages. But you'd only ask you to install one, which was the Microsoft package. Yeah, which I'm assuming has a whole crap ton of DRM in it. All assumptions. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything for certain because you know they don't let you look at anything. Well, it's a it's a codec pack, so it contains several codecs. So it's probably so, give, giving you everything you need in that one package. Well, given that, I guess my next question would be, without without the codec pack, what what good is Moonlight? Well, yeah, it does it does the basic Moonlight stuff. Like if you go to Silverlight.net, there there are like rollover buttons with little flashy, very flash-like animations that worked without the codec. I know that for sure. Say, and if you were, like, let's say me on my web server, I set up a Moonlight streaming server. Yeah, so I made, like, my own YouTube, but it was all, it was all Moonlight stuff. You know, Silverlight, but I didn't put any DRM on it. You would, with your base install of Moonlight, be able to watch it without any problems at all. And Moonlight being free software... You know, free software foundation style free software. It would just work, and it would all still be free. So, uh, three thirty. I have a question about your experience because I it sounded like you you your tests went really well. Mine didn't do that well. Like, I I got certain things working, but like uh, I don't know if you saw that wiki page on the Moonlight project where there's a whole bunch of test sites. Um, I could not get half of the little web games and things like that to work. I mean, I got like an analog clock, a really big analog clock to work, and that was about a big ass thought. analog clock, maybe. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Um, yes, I, that worked for me. But like the card game, the you know, just all these other games, and practically every site on that wiki page that they said was going to work didn't actually function. It just kept telling me to install Silverlight. 
and, and I kept trying you know, like user agent switchers and I mean just all kinds of stuff and I could not get the only thing I ever got to work was like I think it was that Fox trailer site that you're talking about other than that like Netflix won't play the stuff that it would play on Silverlight um, it just it's not working for me at all I had the same results, and I think it was because we were using Moonlight 1 and not 2. Oh, okay. Where is 2? Is it SVN only? 2, you have to use SVN, and it doesn't even build today. Okay. In that case, uh, that answers that. Uh, since you're busy there, how easy was it to install? Uh, which one? 2.0 or 1.0? I don't... whatever. 1.0 is really easy. I mean, you just... You go to the, the Moonlight page. Uh, I think they give you, like, three different steps. Finally, there's a link to click. You click on it. It it downloads the .xpi package, and Firefox kind of takes over for you. And you you installed this in what? Uh, this is Fedora uh, for me. And what did you install it in, 3.30? Uh, in CrunchBang. So I would assume that it's pretty easy to install within... Uh, Linux. I mean, within Ubuntu, if it was easy to install oh, yeah. on CrunchBank. I mean, anything running Firefox 3 should be able to. Yeah, yeah I see it repos too. Yeah, I installed it on IceWeasel on Debian, no problem. 1.0. Well, what did you get working, Monster B? Uh, very few sites. I mean, it, everything is now Silverlight 2.0, so okay. nothing's really working, and it's kind of like you click on something, it takes you right back to the Moonlight site to download the codec, or not the codec, the plugin you already have. Plugin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. So they are behind. So, again, Moonlight is just going to play catch-up to Silverlight. Right, right. See, I, I, I didn't try this because, uh, of course, I have an aversion to using mono-based applications, not because of any of technical merit, just because of the uh, the philosophy behind them. And by and I large, share, I share that. Yeah. By and large, the uh, what, what what kind of uh, gets me a little bit is the idea of the permission that is being granted, and almost sounds like it's ready to be revoked at a moment's notice. You know, case in point with the the license for the codex package. You know, you can use this codec package at the permission of of Microsoft until Novell comes out with their commercial product. And I don't know. I just have this aversion towards the whole thing with uh, you know just Microsoft being the gatekeeper because they have they have they have now you know in order to get this content you have to go through Microsoft. Yeah, and it I've, just I've, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, Dan, when you when you're installing it from the Moonlight Moonlight site, actually, there's a link there to to view quote the Covenant from Microsoft, and it, and I clicked on that, and that there's this page on Microsoft that you know it's this quote Covenant that they won't sue you for using their technology and everything, and that just I mean that leaves a really bad taste in my mouth when I'm going to install you know this free software. I, I have to automatically go to Microsoft's site and, and read up on how, don't worry, they're not going to sue you. Well, why would I even worry about that anyway? You know, why do I need a covenant? The fact that they make you go there or or, or have that, that covenant at all, just I have an issue with that. Yeah, the Even 330's dogs hate it. The yeah. covenant is what Fedora points to on their, uh, Moonlight is actually on the forbidden items list. Yeah, nice. So they don't like it either. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not terribly fond of it. I installed it for this episode and 
and I'll uninstall it uh, after this episode. I've got an issue with it. Plus, I mean, it's just no one who who I don't even like Flash. You know, I mean, like I didn't want a replacement for Flash. That kind of rich content. You know, I mean, if you want to have little animations and stuff in your in your website, there's all kinds of technologies that you can do to get flashy little bling on your site without resorting to something like Flash or Silverlight or Moonlight or whatever. It just seems to be uh, not even it's not even progressive. It's just excessive, you know, to me in web design. Well, let's let's give 330 his heyday here because I know he's really. I mean, he is he is the mono god now. <laughs> right. He is, he, did you join Miguel's team yet? <laughs> Uh, no, he he's not answering my emails. So I mean, you know, regardless, Mano, whatever, Miguel, I, like I said, I think is a great guy and very talented. But what's the stability like between Flash and Moonlight? Flash at this point beats the pants off of Moonlight, but yeah, this is still early development stuff. Because I know I still have a problem with Flash, just like devastating my system. Requiring uh, me to, uh, yeah. Let's say the. It seems like the the actual like system requirements. Uh, that's not even the right term either. Every Linux user knows that as soon as you open anything in Flash, it pegs your processor immediately without without fail. But um, Moonlight doesn't seem to like. It seems to play fairly well with everything else. I wasn't actually looking because I just didn't think to. But it doesn't seem like it's really that uh like it's that serious of a process. Spit it out, man! Spit it out. <laughs> so it's this is my third podcast of the day. All right. Yeah, it it look it's no worse than Flash. You know why didn't Microsoft just release Silverlight for all three platforms? Why why do we need? Moonlight to sit there and play backseat and try to yes, catch up to Silverlight. That was my next question. That was exactly my next question because Silverlight on the Max at work when when I had a job uh, worked you know as expected like on Netflix primarily was the one that I'd been that I'd had con- uh, experience with it to watch movies you know instantly on Netflix you you install Silverlight for Mac and it works and you're watching movies online so then I. Quit. I no longer have access to Mac OS any, at all. I've got Linux. I go install Moonlight, try Netflix, and it keeps telling me to install. I mean, maybe I need to upgrade to 2.0, but yeah, why doesn't Microsoft, I mean, why don't they just release it for us anyway? Well, there's there's two ways to look at it. One, they hate us, and they're the big blue evil. Or two, if they made it, none of us would use it because we don't trust them. <laughs> and there's big blue evil, and you know they can't be trusted. I don't believe that, honestly. I do not believe that because at least the latter, the former, I agree with. The latter, people use Flash. You know, I don't use Flash. People do though on Linux. So. Well, yeah, but everyone has this big like, oh my God, Microsoft's terrible. They eat babies thing. Right. I mean, yeah, even I more so than Google. So. Like, like, yeah. You, like on this very program, there was a whole roundtable on whether Google is evil. There hasn't been one for Microsoft because right, it's already because known. Is, yeah, exactly. They are evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me ask you this: Why? Why? What's the difference between getting Moonlight from a third-party source and requiring the codecs from Microsoft, and just getting the whole package from them? 
Why well, do you think that there's, uh, you know, one is more acceptable than the other? Well, say, I really think that we should all be doing, like, this kind of shit on our own. You know, everyone should have their own YouTube. You know, we shouldn't have to rely on one central repository to put our videos of Dan's ass up. But, you know, I, I think it would be very beneficial to most of humanity, you know, that actually cares about this, to just go ahead and set you know, if most nerds already have a web server or a web space, you know, if you ran your own streaming moonlight video page, you still have something to link, you still have something to embed, you get all the, the stuff that YouTube gives you, and you get, you know, this... You, you don't get, like, that, that central, you know, community thing, but you could make your own community. And you know, people well, are still... What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you don't need the codec if you don't DRM anything. It should just work. You know, but you put, what are you going to watch the video in if in it's not DRM? Well, I know, but, um, but but what do you mean? You still need the codec. Look, not, if you took if you took a, an AUG Theora file, wrapped it, you know, you wrapped Moonlight around it, and then put it on your web server to stream to people, it would look just like a YouTube in, embedded file. But every Linux user already has Theora installed. You know, every distribution comes with a Theora codec. So there's no codec to download because your system already knows what Theora is and because you have the Moonlight plugin in Firefox or Ice Weasel, it knows what's going on, so then the video just plays. Okay, and then my question is what's wrong with just saying, here's a video, click on it, and it plays in your browser because you have VLC-Mozilla installed or you know whatever you want to use for your browser playback, and that's that. Well, well because really not all of us are not all of us are brilliant and can embed actual files. <laughs> I, well, wait, wait. How how does that relate then to the question of whether or not it's it's more palatable to get the whole product from Microsoft, or I'm not I mean, right. get part of the well, product to Microsoft as opposed to the whole thing? Well, say all right. You d in my in my theoretical love fest, you wouldn't need Microsoft at all. You don't need their codec. You don't need their source code. You don't need anything that Microsoft's involved in. But it's Basically. .NET technology. Yeah, which has been re-implemented in a free software way. I mean, essentially, it's just like Samba. It's just like you know everything else that we've taken from someone else and went, well, everyone's using it, so we might as well make it work, and while we're at it, eh, let's make it not suck. So you're answering Klaatu's question, his, his concrete question with a hypothetical situation that doesn't exist yet. Dan, you're confusing the issue. You're confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Okay, l l let, me, let me ask Klaatu's question and add on to it. Why, is, why do you feel it is more palatable for third-party vendor, it's palatable to Linux users and Linux population in general for the Mono project to offer Moonlight and take the codec from Microsoft as opposed to us getting the whole shebang from Microsoft? And do you think there's any merit to the idea that the reason Microsoft doesn't provide a, a full product for Linux is because they feel that Linux is a threat to their monopoly and Apple is no way near the threat that Linux is? 
or not a threat at all? Well, I'll I'll do this in reverse. No, Apple isn't a threat because Microsoft owns, like, I think a quarter to half of the shares of Apple. Um, Yes, we are a threat. Um, They don't want to play nice with us because they know that we won't play nice back. Um, We don't, you know, because of my hypothetical, you know, hippie love fest, we wouldn't need their codec, but if if you do want to watch all the other stuff that everyone else is watching, yes, you would. Um, why have Novell do it instead of Microsoft? Because if Microsoft did it, it would be non-free software, just like Flash is. And by Novell doing it, they released it under the GPL. They released it under the LGPL. The part, of, part of it is GPL. Another part of it is LGPL. And there is a library that is under the MIT X11 license. Yeah. Are you talking Mono or Moonlight? The, they're both on the, one yeah, and the same. Was, oh, okay. No, this was, no. Specifically, this was on the Moonlight Covenant page. That's where I read about the licensing. And what 330 just said is, is correct. It's about the, it's the MIT, the GPL, and the LGPL. Very good. Did I cover all the points? Because I know I did it backwards, but the, the latter ones were more interesting than the beginning ones, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I, I I think you know that you make a point there. I don't. I guess you. I guess by by just historical example, Microsoft would not have released a product. Move, but but still, I mean, do you think that would have really hindered Microsoft's penetration of Moonlight or Silverlight technology into Linux had they produced a client that wasn't GPL? No, unfortunately, there are a bunch of people that make proprietary comic book readers that really don't care. But there are still a large amount of people like me that, you know, are are really, really, really into the free software aspect of all of this. I mean, Linux isn't that fun unless you, you know, you have the source code and the freedom to share it. So you're talking about free software... And, you know, it's great that Moonlight and pieces of Mono are under, I mean, a lot of Mono is under a a free software license. But then, you know, the next thing that beggars the question is when you you have, you know, a company like Microsoft producing a product like Moonlight or Silverlight and in, in competition to Adobe, which... We have seen Adobe go from a very closed company to more open. And I guess maybe we could say in some respects Microsoft is doing that too. But can we trust them to be good stewards of a technology that has the potential for locking up significant portions of content on the web? Well, the way I look at it is all of Moonlight is under a free software license. You know, the various licenses, but they're all still free software licenses. If Microsoft starts being dicks, we can take our code and you know go play ball somewhere else. But then and you, I, you have an alternative to Silverlight, and yeah. you're risking no longer having a something that is compatible with Silverlight. Say, say, but what good is having way. an alternative to Silverlight if you can't legally use it to access the content that it was designed for? Right. What What's the good of having lib lame? You you can get you can get the one from Fraunhofer. Why have Lib Lame? But I'm talking about legally accessing and utilizing. Let's well, say, but you know, because because not having a legal uh, 
avenue impedes adoption? I would beg to differ. Um, look at Napster. MP3s are top. And but I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm talking about it impedes adoption in a business and educational environment where it is required that you be legal. Yeah, I, well, uh, realistically speaking, it seems like Microsoft is holding all the playing cards, all the all the power here, because they say, here's Silverlight, and then Moonlight says, okay, we're going to play along with you. But Moonlight is no good if it can't keep up with Silverlight. So if, if, if Microsoft just says, okay, well, we're changing things now, and this is what we're doing, I mean, Moonlight is either going to be just a bastard child that no one can use because it can't access the content that they want it to access, or or they're going to have to start making, uh, I guess, uh, compromises on Moonlight, you know, in order to keep up with, with Microsoft, whatever direction Microsoft ends up really going with Silverlight. Well, say, but think of it this way. If, if Microsoft doesn't want to play ball, we take Moonlight and basically create the Aug Vorbis of streaming video online. Right. You know, we just go, fine, we'll do it ourselves. Fuck off. But who's yeah. going to use it? Is Fox right. News Network going to use it? Is 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 the YouTubes of the world going to use it? I mean, we could take our our ball and go home and play in our own park, but are we ended up are we going to end up stuck in our own little field while everybody else is, you know, having fun outside? But isn't that how it's been in Linux for 15 years? But I'm not just talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the the web itself. I mean, it's gotten a hell of a lot better to be able to do just about anything you want in Linux. I mean, it's always been an obstacle, but, uh, you know, those who have the ability can circumvent the obstacles either legally or by non-legal means. Of course, that's there, but it's been a, been a lot better by adhering the standards and open technology that everybody can participate in. Uh, and it's accessible in a legal manner. The past couple of years have been getting better and better. Again, I'm concerned about allowing Microsoft... The keys but, to this kingdom. Okay, but here's the point. At, th- at this point, right now, in current times, Adobe Flash is proprietary. Absolutely proprietary. There's no... It, they may be a more open company, but in no way do they... They don't care about your software freedom. And Microsoft has made a concession to all of us that is giving us a, a chance to do it ourselves because we usually prefer to do it that way and they're they're letting us do it in a free manner and at this point there's no going back they they can't they can't renege on that offer because of the way the licensing is yeah i mean i see i see both i, I honestly i think you both just made really really good points like i think yeah i think that flash and this whole tradition silverlight all that other stuff is harming the web much more than it's hurting it. But like 330 says, I mean, we do have this exciting new code now, and it is open, and it's completely open and free, whereas Flash... Now, I remember that they supposedly opened something about Flash months ago, but no one seems to be talking about it. No one seems to be clear about what they opened. So but we're getting we're getting something for free here, it seems like, and, and no matter what Microsoft does, technically speaking, we can always just take the code and, and play by ourselves. Even though I think realistically Microsoft is counting on being able to 
start pulling some strings, uh, you know, by threatening to take away all the nice, you know, I think what they would like to do is build up this big dependency upon Silver Light, and then at some point start making it a lot more closed and things like that, hoping that Moonlight is going to have to start making concessions and compromises. Well, see, now, I, I, I don't hold any more particular love for Adobe, but, I, you know, and I don't think, you know, I don't like having a closed product on either platform, but I, I think given the lesser of two evils, I would prefer Adobe Flash because of Microsoft's history and how they tend to embrace and extend so that no one else can play. But in recent times, Microsoft has, you know, they gave away .NET. I mean, they literally just gave it away. They've given away the MPD stuff, the, the media tran- was it media transport daemon, the stuff that the Zune uses to get files on it. I mean, they're, they are just sticking stuff in the public and going, here, we made this. Uh, we already have more money than God, so go ahead and have fun. Where, you know, all these other companies that we're relying on and asking if they're less evil than Microsoft isn't. Well, hang on, hang on. Now, when you say Microsoft is doing that, what 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 exactly are they licensing? Because they're not doing it. They're not putting it out at GPL or LPC, uh, the, though, right? I mean, they're just saying here's something and here's a covenant that says, "Oh, we won't sue you." Dot 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 for now. Well, no, they, they all right. They they make these. They do the the ISO open standard thing, right? Which yes, we all know is a debacle. But <laughs> right. It's not their fault. It's a debacle. It's because the ISO is full of. But it is their fault that they're not going through something that is not a debacle, i.e., GPL. Well, Wait a minute. They 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 they, per- they 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 perverted that debacle less than a year ago. Yeah. Say, but it was they made it, was it a worse. Perverted, it was a perverted debacle well before they ever did it. Oh, yeah, but they they took it to the next level. <laughs> Look, did, and it, the, the, the ISO was the skeezy but for free. They're okay, not but they were the, away for free. Then what is mono? It's .NET given away. They gave us every, they gave us all the documentation we needed to do it ourselves. They gave us all that, and then they said, "Oh, we're going to sue a certain part of you, but not the rest of you." Well, say that was that was Novell's thing, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are still plenty of us that are upset about that. You know, because Microsoft didn't say they were going to sue anyone. Dude, no, that company that company that has more money than God, they're still getting money over those patent agreements. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I, I concur. I don't see this as Microsoft giving anything away at all by any means. They're they're they've got a they've got some purpose behind this. Microsoft gets revenue and gets more market share based upon the usage of that technology because yeah. it's embedded in their operating system. Um, it's something that they use. The more people that actually use it, the more uh, likely they are to use Microsoft products or uh, incorporate Microsoft products. Yeah, it's like companies giving away free movie tickets. You know, they're not giving you a, a free pass to see the movie. They're they're buying some advertising from you. You know, they want you to go tell people to go watch it and pay tickets for it. Just, they're trying to they're trying to broaden their market. They're not giving anything away. And even though that they you have the ability to use C sharp, the rest of the .NET package, the frameworks and everything, are not 
permissible to use or to incorporate in in mono because they have restrictions and IP licenses based on those. The whole WinForms or what is it? Is it WinForms? Is that what it's called? It's not allowed that to be. That is what it's called. The win yeah, forms. we wouldn't need that, that anyways. Oh, well, I know say, we would. Doesn't WinForms just make it able to run in Windows without having to do a whole lot of extra coding? Well, that's what TTK's for, for us. Yeah, I say there's a reason why we don't have WinForms, because we don't bloody need them. No, we don't, but isn't there other pieces of uh, the .NET framework that are under uh, license that cannot be utilized in Mono? And that impedes us from adopting the full .NET compatibility? And that's why we're always one step behind? I thought we were always one step behind because we were taking documentation that after they already finished, they turned around and went, okay, here you go, everybody else. And then we were having to re-implement what they had already done and got out the door. I mean, basically, they bought a Ferrari, and now we have to buy a Ferrari. And they bought a boat, so now we have to go buy a boat. You know, we're always keeping up with the Joneses. But I thought they were giving this all away. Well, they were. You know, they the Jones the Joneses didn't hide their boat inside of a garage. We saw they had a boat. We saw what kind of boat they had. Now we have to go get that boat so we can you know, so that we can still be together with them. You know, yes, we're still a second class citizen, but at least now we're a citizen. You know, before with all this kind of stuff, we were like the we were the illegal the illegal immigrant of. Microsoft technology. Just sounds <laughs> despicable and dirty when you say it like that. And now they have embraced <laughs> us. <laughs> it sounds more like yeah. they've embraced them. <laughs> no, no. A- after after we had got done mowing their lawn and watering their flowers, then then they let us vote. <laughs> and picking I'm, their fruit. I'm, I'm sorry. That's like slaves becoming part of the family. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that just sounded like... You know, I might not not agree with the philosophy behind, or the problems behind uh, mono there, but you just like basically <laughs> insulted the entire <laughs> the entire team. Well, say, but that's what it is: is we're not getting things fresh. The the team isn't getting things fresh. You know, we're they're not getting raw hamburger. They're getting a Big Mac and then trying to figure out how to make a Big Mac. You know, or well, more likely they're getting the the recipe. You know, like, you know, like when you buy food and it tells you what the ingredients are. Yeah. And you know that you know, looking at that can of soup, you're never going to be able to make that soup with that list of ingredients. That that's what it's like. That means they got them right where they want them. Well, but we still keep pulling soup out of a list of ingredients. Sounds like someone's pissing in your pot, three thirty. Uh, look, I am not happy that they aren't. You know playing as nice as they could, but I don't think we should, you know, not use a technology based on something they did because, you know, they might get angry at us. Cool. Well, you sold me, man. I'm installing Moonlight right now. (laughs) (laughs) We should probably wrap this up, guys, because I think the cranks are supposed to be happening now. Well, we better start our vote kick to see who we're going to kick off today. (laughs) Should I go ahead and log out now? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm, I think you I'm, made I'm a good voting point. for you. One vote, one vote for three thirty so far. Dan, who are you voting for? 
man. I, I think 330 did a good job, so I will vote for myself. Oh, that was one of the rules. You can't vote for yourself. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, because that's that's, that's lame. Come on. Uh, You're not going to well, be a martyr. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I will vote for... God. I want to, I'll vote for Monster B just to see what happens if he does get kicked off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cloud 2? Uh, Fred, I'm going to have to kick 330. Uh-oh. Jay Lindsay? Uh, Is he even there? Let's, let's go 330, yeah. 330? <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Wow, so much more peaceful in here. <laughs> so much more free. Well, <laughs> thanks for calling in, guys. We better start the cranks. Cool. Wait, does he Thank come you. back for cranks then? Nah, uh, he's gone. <laughs> 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 All right, good night. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.